Welcome to the Seeds of Light. This is Astrology Hub show dedicated to illuminating the path of parenting using the power of astrology. I'm your host, Anna Zaharia, and I'm here with evolutionary astrologer, herbalist, holistic healer, and columnist for the Yoga Journal, Cameron Allen. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Anna. I'm excited to talk about Scorpio today. Oh gosh, me too. I mean, you're already getting intense. <laughs> yes, let's get intense. For those of you that don't know, I am a Scorpio. So, of course, I'm particularly excited to talk about this. And Scorpio is definitely one of those signs that I think can be a little trickier for parents because it has a lot of depth, it has a lot of intensity. So, as someone who has been a Scorpio child, I would have loved for my family to have understanding around what it means to be Scorpio and what's really driving that. So here we are today, continuing our conversation about how to support your child based on their zodiac sign. And we are discussing supporting your Scorpio child. So Cameron, let's start with the highest purest expression of Scorpio. What is it? So there's there's so many different things that came in my mind when I was feeling into it. But for me, I would say the highest expression of it is the alchemist. The one that can transmute anything, any the depth of emotion, the most difficult things. And at the end of the day, one of my teachers says the true alchemist is the one who can transmute anything into love. Hmm. That would be the highest expression of of Scorpio energy. Yeah. And being mindful, we're transmuting it into love, but like it's Phoenix consciousness. Like the Phoenix doesn't, it's not pretty when the Phoenix is being burned, right? Everybody wants to be a Phoenix, but nobody wants to get burned to ashes. So we have to be mindful that like as parents of Scorpio children, we're helping them through the furnace before they come out and emerge as the phoenix so it's good to be mindful of that yes that is so so beautiful and powerful and so true i i want to zoom out for a second and and just say when we're talking about scorpio children what we're actually talking about is not just if your child has a scorpio sun sign which is definitely one of the factors but your child might have a Scorpio rising or a Scorpio moon or just a confluence of energy, which just means multiple planets in Scorpio. So make sure to have your child's chart out. You can do that over at astrologyhub.com forward slash astro charts and just have that handy anytime you tune into one of our shows and you might find some placements that you're surprised by. If you only know this, the sun sign and moon sign, you might not even know that there's actually a bunch of hidden Scorpio energy, which would be so Scorpio. So <laughs> I want to comment on what you just said about going through the furnace and, and as parents having the responsibility and the joy and the privilege <laughs> to support our children through that process of alchemizing themselves and alchemizing things that they experience right and you said transmuting into love which is gorgeous i think one of the the tricky things about being a parent to a scorpio child that's going through this process is 
allowing for it and and not being fearful or of it or wanting to protect our child from it so what are some thoughts around how we can appropriately hold that container for our child that's going through like a, a deep transmutation process yeah so in evolutionary astrology you know i've learned a lot about like pluto and scorpio and and a lot of it are the things that people don't want to address and the things that people don't want to look at or they don't want to like go deep into so if you have a child that's bringing that up for their for themselves and then that also can affect the parent right this like some some of us as 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 uh, caretakers we don't even want to go there and we like don't and we also sometimes we project onto younger people and specifically our our children that like they can't go there yet right so being mindful when someone has a scorpio energy they can go there and they're going to go there as well so mm -hmm. i say like in those circumstances and situations being able to be present and say yes to life whenever things get really really difficult can you say yes to life because when you say yes to life oftentimes that is the point where you are the most vulnerable and you know with vulnerability the higher expression of vulnerability from my perspective um is authenticity for this child to be able to become authentic you like you have to be vulnerable and allow them to be vulnerable so that they can arise from the ashes of that. So can you say yes to life? Right? Mm -hmm. And being able to cultivate that. I think that is something that's really really important. Yeah. Beautiful. What are some of the other key attributes of a Scorpio child? I think a key attribute of a Scorpio child, like we were saying intensity, but in the way of intensity as like going to the bottom of so like trying to get to the bottom of something right and being there getting to the bottom of something being very penetrating right just like having this like and it actually even just has like a weight to it like the the amount of intensity has a weight to it so but yeah i think oftentimes just like getting to the bottom of something so that can also look like sometimes i've met people with scorpio energy specifically i'm thinking of a uh, one child that i know and they will just go in one direction and they will be like obsessed with something right and they'll just like like you'll try to get the, like i would try to get them to do something over here and they'll just like complete like they'll just be continuously pulled back right it's like because if they don't get to the bottom of that thing then the the mission is not accomplished yet so what are you talking about go do this over here there is no this over here right so even and we can even reframe that like we don't even have to call it obsessive even though that's a good word for it because sometimes maybe that's a bad connotation but it's like getting to the bottom of things and also when they're talking to you and when i've had a scorpio child talk to me i've had them say things that got to the bottom of me right so like being penetrated by like a a scorpio energy period but also a scorpio child who might seem like it's like wait where'd that come from and wow that was really intense that can create like some type of like defensiveness sometimes in adults. Mm -hmm. So we have to be mindful of that, you know? So those are some, those are some things that I think is really important, but also teaching a Scorpio child that like nothing is forever to learn, to like understand or interface with, with death because death is prevalent everywhere in our reality. So to teach a child about death 
You know, and there's so many ways to do it because I know even just saying death out loud, like people are probably thinking like a human and like they die. But it's not necessarily just that because during Scorpio season um, and then like after Scorpio season is when things start to die in nature. If you're in the northern hemisphere. Right. Um, When you eat food that is dying. Right. Because it's being transmuted. So being able to like share like death with a with a child is really, really important because the only thing that is permanent is impermanence. So that's really important, especially if you're having a child who's trying to get to the bottom of something or going really, really deep. This isn't permanent. You know, if, if somebody thinks that's permanent, they're like, oh, no, this is so intense and it's so deep and I can't. It's not permanent. Nothing is permanent besides impermanence. It's really, really important for people to know that. Yeah. Also, sometimes with Scorpio children, I feel like the penetrating thing as well, but as well as that, I feel like they do and say things that could be considered like taboo in our society, and our reality. Right. Like the things that you shouldn't do that you shouldn't say that that's what they do. And that's what they say. And they might not only do and say it, they might look you directly in your eye when they do it and when they say it. Right. So just being mindful that that's, that's potentially going to happen there, too. So those are some qualities that I feel into. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have so much to say. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Wow. Yes. Amazing. I mean, I as a Scorpio myself, I can relate. And my little dude, he is a Scorpio rising with Scorpio Saturn. So I have a lot of opportunity to practice my own comfort with Scorpio in my parenting of him. Like my own comfort with an archetype that I have a lot of in me still gets pushed in my interactions with my son sometimes. And I love what you brought in with death and bringing, bringing in kind of a comfort level with the fact that death is a natural part of life and specifically transmuting food. That's one of the things that we talk about a lot. Sometimes his dad doesn't eat meat, but we eat meat in this household. And sometimes he'll bring in like, oh, you know, this chicken died, you know? And I say, yes, this chicken was killed so that we could consume it. And it gets to become a part of us and live on through us Mm -hmm. and every time that we consume a plant it dies and it becomes a part of us and in so doing lives through us and and this is actually you know just this a little like my new piece of the whole death conversation this one comes in a lot with us, but he is, he, he's very interested in death and the afterlife. And he's even made a song about, I'll see you in the next life. Like, <laughs> just like, okay, like that, he's interested in that. And so we're going to go there. You know, it, it, it's not the kind of conversation that I expected to be sitting down to have with my five-year-old. So it, it, <laughs> It's not that I never expected to be talking about the impermanence of life 
<laughs> with my child, but I wasn't expecting it at, at like three, four, and five. So, you know, with Scorpio, I think you can just really um, blow out the parenting expectations of what you're going to be sitting around conversing about around the dinner table because it's definitely been an interesting ride. Now, you brought in taboo topics and the possibility and maybe even the tendency to look you in the eye and like go to those places that feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So what's that about? So Scorpio is a fixed water sign and it's ruled it is co-ruled by Mars and Pluto, right? So it's like when I think about fixed water, I think about like water that is like like or like emotionality that is like going in one direction. So sometimes when people think of fixed, they think like still and like it's just fixed and it's kind of maybe even stuck sometimes. But fixed could also be like I am going forward in a fixed direction and nothing is going to move out of like move me, right? Because especially when you add the Mars in there, it's like I feel this deep inside of myself and now it's coming towards you. It's just like that how I feel and I want you to know how it feels and it's going to not stop at you. It's going to go all the way in. Like, that's what I think of. And I also think it has like a, a very strong, like merging quality. Even sometimes I think about Scorpio, I think about like DNA. So like the way that somebody feels literally like accessing you at the depth level and it's like engaging and like going into your DNA, which can even literally like later on in life end up being like, like sexual experiences, right? Like then like the vulnerability of merging with something, mm -hmm. right? That can look like you feeling exactly how I just felt when I said that to you, right? That can be vulnerable and that can be penetrating. And then also later in life, people get vulnerable and they penetrate each other when they're doing sexual acts. And like knowing that vulnerability in that way is strength is really important to teach uh, a Scorpio child too as well. I feel like I just kind of went on a tangent, but that's that's the answer. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think that as a society, we don't do a great job at teaching our children about the healthy expression and healthy navigation of our sexual energy. You know, it it like it gets so distorted and shut down and shamed when there's actually so much creative potential in our sexual energy obviously i mean we can create life literal life with it but it's also how we create everything else in our life so our ability to work with our mana like our energy it's rooted in how we can work with our sexual energy yeah. and how how we relate to our sexual energy so with scorpio obviously this is going to be a theme because they're they're deeply connected to their sexual energy and they're gonna need to talk about that most likely yeah. and, and maybe earlier than some of the other signs and I think it's important as parents that we allow ourselves the room and the non-judgmental space to hold that and inevitably it's going to bring up our own traumas or insecurities or tap like hangups around our sexuality, you know, and know that that is part of the process too. 
Like that is part of the magic of why you, you specifically had a Scorpio kid or a kid with strong Scorpio placements and that there's a healing there for you as well. You know, they're teaching you as much as you're allowing them to learn in that moment when, when you're allowing yourself to go into those taboo spaces. Totally. Yeah. And Scorpio children can also like bring in as like when they, when they penetrate deep into things, what they're doing is trying to truly understand what is empowering for them based off of what they feel. And if you're interfacing with somebody who's trying to find the deepest empowerment from within themselves, that might lead to vulnerability. And then also it's important not to, to allow them to do that so that they don't abandon what they're truly, really truly trying to access. And also when you hear it and it lands in you, see if that's a part of yourself that you have abandoned hmm. because that's why it's merging with you. And that's why it's landing so deeply. So that's important, you know, because yeah, self-abandonment is just so prevalent in our society. So I think it's important to allow Scorpio children to know that it's okay to be that intense. It's okay to be that deep and also even teach them that might be taboo in this society don't ever abandon yourself just because somebody else's values don't align with yours. You know, stuff like that is really, really, really important for Scorpio children. Mm, Thank you. I could talk about Scorpio forever. (laughs) It's, it's such a rich sign. I mean, obviously I, I am not impartial. However, there, there is because it's such a penetrating sign there there there's so many layers and there's so much depth there which really is just my absolute favorite thing about Scorpio and about myself is my devotion to going deep just life is so rich when you live in that place I also wanted to anecdotally share that you you kept bringing up like fixating and just like not stopping and how sometimes people think that fix just means like staying in one place but oftentimes it's actually just like going no matter what Mm -hmm. my team will probably attest to this oftentimes when I finally have the space to like fully merge with a project that I'm working on I will be late for the meeting that I'm supposed to be on next because I can't stop like no I'm finally like fully in here I need to see it through I know that the meeting's there but I cannot pull myself away (laughs) you know so if we have a child that is exhibiting that kind of quality how would you say that we can support that in them do you think that we need to teach them how to stop themselves or to carve the space out to like fully go I would, I would teach them multiple things. So I would teach some people don't think that's normal in this society. Right. So first off is like, that's valid. And you're totally fine doing, doing that. And then I would teach like the awareness, the awareness of when you need to actually just like tell everyone in an intense way to get the hell away from you because this is what I'm doing and I'm getting to the bottom of it. And nothing's going to stop me because my soul literally wants me to go in this direction. And there's nothing more important than that right now in this moment. And then also when like, if you, if you like, if you have a job or like something you have to pay bills or you're taking care of something or somebody like, sometimes you might have to like not do that, but know that 
like differentiate between like I have to stop this right now to take care of something else and like oh I'm just gonna abandon myself because this person thinks I should do this and blah so know the difference between those things like those three things having the awareness around that whole thing so that even if I'm like well I'm abandoning what I'm doing I'm not abandoning myself right now and I'm aware of that so it's not actually a problem and it's not like getting like it's not turning into something that should be a fixed direction and like just becoming a swampy, I don't feel good, disempowering energy in their life. Mm. That's, I think that's really the important thing to attune them to. Awesome. So I'm going to summarize a little bit. I I can't possibly summarize Scorpio, (laughs) but I, I will do it just a tiny bit. So the energy of Scorpio in its purest form is the energy of the alchemist. I love this idea that you brought in. What are we alchemizing? I mean, uh, it, in its purest form, we're transmuting things into love. Just, just a beautiful picture to hold as, as you tune into that essential quality in your Scorpio child. As a parent, make sure that you're allowing that process of transmutation in your child and not trying to protect them from it, know that they have what it takes. They're built for this. And tune into your own reservations that are coming up because that's part of the transmutation that you're going through. You know, where where are you holding back? <laughs> where are you not saying yes to life? Or are you saying yes to life? Scorpio has this quality of really wanting to get to the bottom of something or someone and they can be pretty obsessive and fixate on a thing that they love or a project that they're doing or a goal that they're trying to accomplish or someone that they're relating with Mm -hmm. and there's a beauty in that and that needs to be honored and allowed and also there needs to be awareness around that quality and and how we can work with it in ways that is going to fit into each situation and I heard you say this a lot but just acknowledging that yes this is part of your magic this is part of your this is the part of the, the way that you work but it might not be the way that everybody else operates. It might not be fully accepted in society, but that's okay. So you find the outlets that feel right for you. But, you know, as as a whole, society might not be functioning in that same way. Teaching the idea that nothing is forever, teaching about death, allowing conversations about death, that there will be natural interest in exploring death as a concept bringing in the idea of of uh, transmuting food as a natural way of working with death and alchemizing and alchemy when you're feeling something intense which is something that can happen a lot with scorpio because it's such a deep sign and, and it is sensitive and it feels very deeply remind them it's not forever but also allow them the space to feel deeply and definitely don't shame about the depth of feeling. And and then this 
other thing that's really important is that Scorpio has a very merging quality. They can really penetrate you deeply as a parent and they they have a natural desire to be merging with things to become very deeply ingrained <laughs> with something as a way to get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. you know sometimes you might be a, a little shaken or surprised or taken aback by how deeply your scorpio child will will penetrate you with their gaze or with something that they they say and we'll work with that and and really important i'll say from my experience of having a child with strong scorpio energy too just teaching them about where where it is appropriate and where it is safe to merge with something or with someone obviously this is a conversation for when they're a little older but you never know when that conversation about taboo topics is going to come up and, and allow that that is part of the work of raising a scorpio child are there any closing thoughts you want to add yeah just on <clears throat> on the merging piece oftentimes the question that i bring up for myself and others is like would you want to be that thing right the like the, the thing that you're merging with, like, would you want to be that? Because if you merge with it, then you're merged with it. You are it on some level, you know? So, and then also like merging can be like merging with like, merging with the emergent deep self. So like, emer- like their emotional identity as like, oh, I'm Cameron. And it's like, but something deeper in me, like my soul essence is like coming for my ego to kill it. And that is death. And my soul is impermanent and it always will exist. And that is the like ultimate merging. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Cameron. Those of you that love Cameron's approach to the Zodiac signs, we do have an entire course with him. It's called Health Secrets of the Zodiac. Definitely check it out. You can do that at astrologyhub.com forward slash secrets for a deep dive on the correspondences in nature, how to best care for them, their essence. I absolutely love it. And then you can go to astrologyhub.com forward slash seeds of light to tune into other episodes of our show here to learn more about Cameron, learn more about me, get the free download to your child's moon sign, and a whole bunch more. That is our homepage for the show here. I'm hoping that you'll all use it often because it's a great resource. Thank you everybody for tuning in. If you found this helpful, please like it, share it, comment, make sure to subscribe to the channel and our podcast. And we will be back soon next week on Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific for a special conversation with Mark Jones on the benefits of using astrology as parent. And remember, when we change the way we raise our kids, We change the world. See you next time.